0: It's not a race, it's a marathon. And I, I really thought about it. Most people look at life like, Okay, I gotta get this. I gotta hurry up and get it, you know, like yeah. uh <clears throat> I gotta rush to the rush to the fitness
1: Welcome back to another episode of the BU Podcast with your host, Torek Farrington, where we focus on being who you are and becoming a better version of yourself. And on today's episode, we have a very special guest, one of my good friends who I met on Instagram just a few weeks ago. He's a passionate and powerful motivational speaker, and I'm going to interview him so that y'all could be able to get all this knowledge, all this wisdom that he got, and get his... perspectives on on stuff. And on Instagram, he calls himself ordinary, but he ain't ordinary. He extraordinary, okay? Because the information that he's given us, I don't think he understands when he speaks, he speaks volume and value. And so, bro, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so funny how, you know, I met, I mean, I met you on Instagram, of course, but it was so funny how I just saw your video because Marquise reposted it. I double tapped it twice. That's it. And then I move on with my life. But for some reason, I just started following you and I didn't even click the follow button. And so I believe that that, that's just a miracle right there. I believe believe that um, Instagram was just tweaking, you know what I mean? But Yeah, yeah. yeah, but let's get into this podcast. So how is your one millionth day in quarantine going?
0: Uh, today today was pretty okay. It was, it wasn't bad. I got off work and I worked out. It was a pretty normal day. Actually, I posted a video. With some shirt, something to keep people motivated. Yeah. But next week, actually, just, you know, each week, me, I feel like it's harder. To I to deal with it. Yeah.
1: So what are you doing to stay productive in quarantine?
0: Well, right mm-hmm. as of before, you know, I was working. But I don't work anymore with that particular job. However, right now I've been waking up, waking up early in the morning, working out, reading my Bible, uh, reading a book, drawing. Uh, yeah. Then when I have some free time, you know, I play my game or I work on the video to post that day. Uh, just to, I do, a, I try to do a lot of stuff to stay for them. Yeah.
1: So, so when you said this one thing, you said reading your Bible, which maybe you wanted to. Um, bring up this, I, when we was talking on live you talked about your days where you used to, you know, lusting over girls, all these different things oh, that, yes. <laughs> you know, all these different things that, you know um, sinful natures causes us to do, you know what I mean because we sin, yeah. all of us sin, you know what I mean, and before yeah. you were able no. to actually take control of that you know, you were in the world what made you want to decide to come in and, you know be a Christ follower and be able to change your life, what made you want to do that?
0: Uh, it started my freshman year, actually. It started the second half of my freshman year when I, back home in Louisiana, when I went to this place called Clearpoint, uh, I met this guy, this older guy named Mr. Justin, and I, you know, just started talking to him, asking him about his life and stuff, because he was a tutor over there. And, yeah. you know, from talking to him day by day, you know, he was just telling me stuff about his life and explaining stuff, and I was like, huh? Like, wait, you live like this? and you do this and you do that or like for example he had a very bad accident where he had uh meningitis yeah and you know meningitis killed a lot of people but he survived from that so you know he was doing his track and field stuff so he got back into track and field and i think he ruptured his not acl but something in his leg and that has stopped him for a couple of years but he you know he never gave up he kept faith he started working on his book. Uh, Ordinary Age, shout out to that too. He started working on his book. Yeah. And got that done. And then started like training again to start back in track. So he was supposed to be training for the 2020 Olympics. <clears throat> that just happened. And, you know, I met him and just, he was telling me about God and stuff. And the next year, my tinker year, I went yeah. to his church, which is my church. Now it was my church. Um went over there started meeting the people i started to really experience god yeah i was like i started experiencing him in my life the people around me and i was like yo this is amazing like i love this feeling i love the people i love everything yeah and that's when i really converted myself into a christian yeah and ever since then you know it's been it's been a rocky road you know i have my ups and downs i'm not perfect yeah none of our none of us are uh but
1: I try my best and I try to live a certain life, you know. Yeah, that's so dope, bro, because I'm a Christian as well. So when you talked oh. about Christianity, I said, My brother, I felt that right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but um one thing that stood out to me when you said that I'm I'm so excited and it don't happen in most churches that when you met the people at your church, you basically experienced God's love. Through the people, you know what I mean? And that's the most important thing. That's how we get people into the kingdom. That's how we get people on the game is, you know, we show love through us. We show God's love through us. And that's why it's important to, you know, be nice to people, whether they're being mean to you or whether they're being rude to Mm -hmm. you. It's important to show God's love, you know what I mean? And so when I saw that you are a Christian, I was like, yes, I have to have him on the podcast because, you know, um, this is about um, probably my third time having someone, on the, yes, my, you're my third person on the podcast who, you know, is a Christian. And so how has the Christian journey been for you? What is the difference between, you know, um, living in the world, not living, with a sa- and not living with a Savior, doing your own thing, doing what pleases you, doing what satisfies you, versus doing what satisfies God, um, still living a normal life, but with some things that you cannot do for the betterment of yourself,
0: yeah, I'm going to keep it real with you, it is it's rough, like not easy. There's a lot of stuff, you know, that if you're really willing to be with God and, and live the life that he
1: yeah.
0: has for you, it's tough because you got to give up a lot of stuff. Like I made a post maybe I think a couple of days ago that sometimes I just want to be a regular 18-year-old, go out and party and have fun and, you know, do what everybody yeah. else is doing. But yeah. then again, I think that God chose me for a reason to live this specific lifestyle. So, yeah. I have to give up the stuff that I want to do, all the stuff that yeah, I enjoy so most good. to fill out his purpose in my life. Because I know that I'm not doing it just for me. I'm doing it for the people he put me on earth for. Like, yeah, if you, yeah, like, let's say my little brother, my little sister, they are gonna look up to me and say, "Oh, my big brother's living like this, and yeah. look how far he's going. I should live like this too." But you
1: know they're their own people, so they make their own yeah. decisions. I'm just trying to. Uh, leave. Yeah, that's so good, bro. And the thing that stood them there's just so much things that is standing out to me. What you're saying, bro, like that you, mm-hmm. you want to, um, live a normal teenage life. You know, go party and go yeah, drinking, bro, girls, money and fun, whatever. But you, you have just made the decision. Just to, you know, be a Christian and be a Christ follower. And the thing about it is, and when you think about it this way, it gives you more longevity in your Christian walk. Most yeah. people treat Christianity like a jail cell, like you're in a cage. I'm just restricted from doing things. But think about it. Why are you restricted from doing um things? Because, number one, they're not helping you grow. They're not adding to your life. They're not making you better in no shape or form of way. If you really think about it, yeah. it's not. But... The thing about living a Christian lifestyle is not just living a un it's just not living a godly lifestyle it's just not living a quote unquote like people say perfect lifestyle and you think you're perfect but it's not just perfect. that i'm oh. doing things that are for me basically because when you think about it sex is god's idea it's god's thing that is that that culture is trying to redefine and culture is trying to rule but it's actually god's thing and he's telling you, hey bro, I want you to be able to um, enjoy sex and i want your wife to be able to enjoy sex as well and the only way that y- y'all can enjoy sex is if you wait until marriage you understand what i'm saying yeah to sure. be able to be able to enjoy it let me explain it because i watched a sermon where when you have sex with someone because sex is a covenant when you have sex with someone you are basically marrying everybody you have sex with You know what I mean? And every time you split apart, a piece of them is on a piece of you. You yep. know what I mean? And, the and, then, and then you don't even, and then the other way around, um, a piece of you is on them. And then you're wondering why you're missing pieces of yourself. You're not feeling like yourself. You're feeling different. You're feeling weird. You're bugging out. You're tweaking everything. And then you're just having these bad attitudes. And, you, and you're just having these sleepless nights. And you're calling them sleepless nights. But it's because you had that one night stand last night. You know what I mean? And, and God only tells us these things because he wants to protect us. And I believe that if more people know that God only wants to protect us and not keep us away from fun things, I believe that more people will come on board onto the Christianity walk.
0: Yeah, dude, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> that's like a perfect example of my experience with the same. Yeah, uh, when we were on,
1: when
0: I was on live in peace, and I was telling him, you know, just don't, don't. Don't bite chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Explain to the, explain to the people it, on the podcast it, it, what the chocolate cake is. Right. Hey, if you don't know what chocolate cake is, you're either too young or you very ignorant. And stay that way. Just, just, just stay that way. Stay ignorant. To it. Yeah. But but the
1: people who but like, the people who don't know though, because I want people to know it. He was on live and he was talking about how he was just lost after the chocolate cake, which basically women and you could go on after that. You could tell your story. It's your story.
0: Yeah. And I was just basically explaining that, like you said, like sleepless nights, literally when you have, uh, uh, because it's called a soul tie.
1: When you have
0: a soul tie with a person that's not your wife, like it really, it really takes a piece of you because before, before I had sex, I was really like me, you know, uh, I was really, let's say I wasn't going through the stuff I was mentally going through the stuff that I was going through now and spiritually. Yeah. Like ever since that <clears throat> moment, you know, really though, if I felt like a chunk of me was, is gone, like I can't get yeah. that chunk back no matter what I do,
1: Like, right. I'm not
0: always 100% Harlan. Right. Even though I'm 100% me, I'm not always spiritually 100%. Me. Yeah. And my advice for anybody would literally be just to wait because it's really not worth it. Like it's a it's yeah. a pleasure that that'll last for however long it'll last, but it's not gonna last forever and you're gonna always keep having to go get a piece of chocolate cake because you're so addicted to it. Yes. And that's my struggles. Like, the reason I say I was struggling with lust and all of this stuff is because I took a piece of chocolate cake. Yeah. And now it's like, it's always on my mind. Yeah. Like, I really, like, I could stop thinking about it, but it's hard. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I away. know
1: temptations, they come. Temptations come. You know what Yeah. I
0: temptations I've learned that temptations are fine as yeah. long as you don't act on the act. That's, yes, that's where sin comes.
1: Yes, that's so good. That's so true, bro. And the fact that you know it's on your mind, which is the temptation, and and you have you are making a decision to not do it. And and this is why I keep putting emphasis on making a decision because most people just you know feed into what they want instead of what their life needs. You, you understand what I'm saying? They focus yeah. on what they want instead of what their life needs. Someone needs to write that down. You need to focus on what your life needs instead of what you want. Because everything that you want is not, is, can, can damage, you know what I mean, what your life needs. The things yeah, that you already about- have. Like happiness. Your life needs happiness. But you meet that one girl, you had on a one-night stand with her, and all of a sudden you are unhappy now. It damaged something that you needed. That you already had, you understand what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, totally. Like really think about it. If you ask yourself right now, if I got every single thing I wanted, would I even be happy anymore? Yeah. Like if you had everything you want, you wouldn't want anything no more. So you wouldn't yes. have a reason to try to strive for anything no more. And yeah. if you didn't have a reason to strive for anything no more, you wouldn't be happy at all.
1: Right. That's the you would keep wanting more, for and, a lot more of, and more and more and more. You keep yeah. wanting more. And I'm
0: not and I'm not saying I read a quote. It said, uh, "If you try to satisfy yourself, if if you try to satisfy yourself, it is going to be never ending, and you're never going to satisfy yourself. Yeah. You could, the only person who can satisfy you is God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying that I don't want anybody to chase after anything. I don't want you to. I want you to pursue your goals. I want you to want better for yourself, but." I don't want you to want what the world wants
1: for. Yes. If it's breaking you, let it go. If it's crushing you, if it's yeah. making you unhappy, let it go. Stop chasing those yeah. things. We need to chase things that we need. And in this world, we need answers. And, and it, it, believe it or not, the Bible, Jesus, God, is the answer. And I believe that mm-hmm. we have to get more in tune with the Word of God because the Word of God is like a, is like a left message on, the wor- on, on, on this world For us to be able to read and walk through life. And a lot of people are struggling because they don't decide to read it. And they just think of it as a religion. This for me is not a religion. It's a relationship and a lifestyle. When you are married, you are in a relationship. And that is your lifestyle with your woman. You know what I mean? Or your man. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with me and God. This is a relationship between me and God and Jesus. And this is a lifestyle with us. You know what I mean? And so let's get into the motivational stuff. How did you start motivational speaking? You already told me it on live, but for the people who um, yeah. are listening, how did you start motivational speaking, bro?
0: Um, throughout my it started. I guess you could say it started. Like I said in ninth grade. Uh throughout mm-hmm. my whole high school years, I was always told that I was a very phenomenal speaker. I had talent. I should be a motivational speaker. Never really took anybody seriously on that because people always tell you. What to do. And I was like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know where I would start. I don't know how to do it. So, you know, whatever. I'm not going to worry about it. Because I was always positive. All, everything I had to say was just, I guess, motiva- yeah. motivational to people. Yeah, and and, so they
1: push you to, you know what I mean? That pushed you to yeah. want to be a motivational speaker. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I, <clears throat> I remember... Like three weeks ago when I uh went back to my hometown for my graduation, I remember finding Marquise's page, watching some of his videos, and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look what he's doing. Yeah. I could be doing that. Like that's yeah. that's totally me yeah. right there. I'm not saying everything is the same, you know, the principal is, but not the people. I was like, This is totally me, dog. So let me let me see what I could do. I remember sitting down one day thinking about what I'd say, how I'd do it. And I uh, I just started recording a video. I was like, I'll do this every Monday or whatever. And then I decided, not every people need motivation every day. I'm just Monday. So I was like, yeah, I'll, but... I'll just uh, I'll make a video on stuff that people can relate to. Yeah. I know I'm going through this stuff, and I know others are going through this stuff. Yeah. So I want to make a video, make videos that people you know understand and can relate to. I don't want to make something that I'm, I never went through, I'm not
1: going through, yeah. and just post it. Yeah. And so early today, bro, I talked about something on, on Instagram. I posted a video today, and I talked about strength, you know, how to get strength. In order to be strong, you need to, be, you need to have a plan to be strong. You need to have, yeah. you, you know what I mean? You saw the video, right?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah I see it. Yeah, bro, and that video is something that everyone can relate to because everyone needs it. Everyone needs strength right now everyone oh, I and so mean... I, I made that video and i even made a whole podcast on it that's going to be posted soon it's not going to be posted before this one but it's going to be posted very soon because i believe that people need more strength than ever and i don't want people to be buckling under pressure and allowing suicide to take over their mind and actually you know work on that and so bro i watched one of your videos right and and mm-hmm. I, did, I think this is the one of the first videos i reposted because it was my favorite one and you said it's not about how fast you're going. It's about where oh, you're weird. going. Yeah. I it think sounds. when you said that, that blew me away because that's so powerful. And I love what you said. And so can you go more um, in tune and deeper into that? It's not about how fast you're going. It's about where you're going.
0: Uh, for, that, for that quote <clears throat> right there, that's a quote that I realized when I was running. Uh, I used to run track. And I remember I was running three miles with uh one of my older friends. Yeah. And I'm i I'm not a I'm not a long distance runner no. at spr- I'm a sprinter, sprinter in the jumper. Yeah. And we were running and he was talking to me and stuff. I was like dead tired. I think after a mile and a half I was, I was struggling to keep going. Yeah. But I made it. And I remember at like the the last little bit, I started like full out sprinting. Yeah. And you know, he came out of nowhere and burned me. And I was like, What? that's, that's so crazy. He yeah. was like, Remember, you know, it's not it's not a race, it's a marathon. And I, I really thought about it. Most people look at life like, Okay, I gotta get this. I gotta hurry up and get it, you know, like yeah. uh I gotta rush to the rush to the finish line, you know. I'm not gonna really worry about uh me the process of me getting to where I yeah. wanna get. I'm gonna worry about more of just getting just getting it yeah and you know like just slow down like slow down and take all the lessons from failing and you know retrying stuff over and over like learn from that don't just try to rush through everything because yeah number one you're not gonna learn so
1: bro example, i was just think- before you said that bro i was just thinking about that like if you are focused on how fast you're going you're not focusing on the lessons you know, yeah. as you go, you know, you, you are missing all the lessons because you are focusing on going so fast through life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And bro, that video, that video was powerful, bro. And so, and, yeah, you could go on.
0: Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah. A lot of people, they don't really understand. They just trying to get to where they want to be and they don't ever learn anything. <clears throat> so what I was going to say was, yeah, it's more of, let's say a person the difference between a person who fails to get what they want and a person who gets it overnight and i'm gonna use a lottery ticket and a ceo like a ceo of a big business so the difference between someone who will win a hundred million in a lottery ticket overnight and the person who has a hundred million dollar business is that the person who has the hundred million dollar business won't go broke i'm not gonna say they won't because you know they make mistakes. yeah won't go broke when they have the money compared to the person who gets it overnight because the person who gets it overnight doesn't, may not know how to spend it. Right. They not know how right, to do right. taxes. They, they don't may have not lessons. know how to invest it. Yeah. Right. They don't know anything really. They just know I got a lot of money. I'm yeah. going to spend it all.
1: That's so true, bro. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good analogy because the people who get the money overnight, they just know I have the money. And the people who, you know, have worked hard to get this, they know I've failed and those failures turn into my lessons and now I know how to handle this money. And really, when you know how hard it is to do something, you value it more. Like, Like with what I do, speaking, podcasting, all of this, I knew that it was so hard for me to be able to only just say, um my name in one sentence hey everybody it's Torik farrington and today i'm going to be talking about i just you know like about two years ago i just started saying that you know what i mean yeah.
0: two years ago
1: i couldn't even say my name in a sentence because i had this stutter problem and when i really understood like i worked so hard to get here i stood in in, in my living room and i spoke and i spoke and i spoke and i spoke and i got so used to talking and speaking you know what I mean? That I got so fluent on yeah. camera, fluent in the front of people, fluent in, the, in a big body of people, in, um, fluent in yeah. the masses. You know what so. I mean? And when I look at how, when I look at where I've come, came from, I appreciate it. I look at it like, yeah. that's one of my greatest accomplishments. I appreciate it more. I'm more grateful. And so you are grateful when you have to put in the work. And that's why um, me um, going through this journey of making it to the top i am loving the process i am trying to enjoy the process and just not focus on likes followers and the people who share it you understand what i mean but like when you fall yeah. in love with the process you don't you wouldn't even know when you get success it wouldn't even dawn on you that you become successful once you focus on the process of it you know what i mean and so you know everything yeah. what i like to talk about is mindset I believe that mindset controls the way you live, the way you treat people, the way you just carry yourself. And so how did you develop a positive mindset? Where did this all start? Where did your positive (laughs) mindset start?
0: I I don't even, to be honest, I really can't remember. Because as young as as I remember, I always remember myself as a positive kid. And the only reason that is my whole life my family, and I'm so grateful for them. My family always gave me love and attention, and they always told me, you know, I would be something. I would be great. And yeah. as a kid, like, mm-hmm. that really that really pushed me and helped me to be where I am now because I'm very fortunate because a lot of children, a lot of teenagers, a lot of people just don't have that type of love or ever given that type of love. They hold right. Up, they told they're not good enough and that they can't do this and they can't do that. But you know, I was told that I'm capable of doing.
1: Oh, so you had that planted in do. you as you were growing up. So you always yeah, you so always had a positive I mindset. Always, right. Always
0: had it. Now I'm not gonna say always because like, like I said, I got bullied. And uh, I yeah. think it started when my two front teeth really started growing. And and you know, I think from the fourth to the eighth grade, I really was always bullied. Yeah. And that kind of affected me a little bit. But like I said, I had the background of. My family always telling me I was capable of doing yeah. something. So, you know, I uh, I always had that in the back of my head. Like I can't let like, just yeah. I can't let this bother me. I just have to keep being me, me. And if people don't accept me, oh well, I'm not here for people to accept. Me yeah. For whatever reason.
1: So, what would you say to the people who? Um, didn't grow up with a positive, you know, family. Didn't. Um. They get hate at school. They get hate at work, and they get hate at home. Like it's just miserable all around. What advice would you give to those people?
0: For those people, I'm gonna say that I'm not gonna try to act like I, I went through what you went through. However, you gotta understand that <clears throat> it's gonna get better. I know yeah. that's like a cliche saying, corny or whatever, but I promise you it will because you're going through all those things right now to be molded into someone very strong for the future because you're going to have obstacles that are far harder than what you're going through right now. And if you learn from everything right now and get stronger, you're going to be able to go straight through them obstacles without ever having to, without breaking down or, like, not knowing how to function. Yeah. Because God got great stuff for y'all, and that's the only reason he's putting y'all through something so hard. Yeah. I, I look at I look at David from the Bible. If you ever read the story about David and Goliath, yeah, David was the youngest of uh, all his brothers. He wasn't a warrior at all. You know, he wasn't really to people. He wasn't really anything, but to God, he was very special. And he took down the yeah, who doubted him because of his size.
1: Yeah, bro, that's so good because guess what? My middle name is David, so you know I love that story, bro.
0: Hey, for sure, bro. I love that story
1: because my middle name is David, right? So um, what do you say to the people who um, want to maintain their mindset? You know, they've already grew up with the mindset. They have, you know, kind of support with their family. And because you have support with your family as well on, you know, mindset and, you know, just staying positive, you had to be able to maintain that, you know what I mean? Because you said you were bullied, you know what I mean, Um, in school, so how did you maintain the positive mindset? Because you're here speaking your positively now and speaking in your motivational way, so how did you maintain it so that we could be able to learn how to maintain it, especially in these times of the coronavirus, and we don't have people to be around us and social media is our only way um of connecting right now. How do we stay positive
0: uh your friends you gotta you have to put yourself around certain people and you have to avoid certain things, so yeah. my entire you know, high school and middle school uh, years, I always put myself around positive people. The people I was around were frankly, to be honest, like nerdy and nerd. But that didn't yeah. stop me from hanging around them because I love those guys still to this day. <clears throat> They're my best friends. And they were always so positive. We were like, we would like get bullied together, dog, And we would just be like, man, it's whatever, man. We're going to beat somebody one day. It don't even matter. Yeah, so you had that right
1: positive now. stuff around you. You had that all around the you. All the time.
0: Right. All the time. And I got... And <laughs> another thing is you got to avoid certain negative. Stuff. Like, if you hanging around negative people, you got to stop hanging around negative people. You got to stop viewing negative stuff on social media or the news. Yeah. You got to stop listening to, to negative music, to depressing stuff, stuff that you know you don't need to listen to. Right. Certain way. right. When you're not, you got to, like, just be around positive all 24-7.
1: Yeah, consume positive content. Like consume his positive content. Um, where can we find your positive content on on Instagram and oh, what else yeah, are you on? Uh
0: y'all can follow me. My name is OrdinaryC underscore. because uh, i 'cause I'm I'm a very I'm a very ordinary guy. I know for <laughs> making y'all seem like I'm making me seem like I'm special and stuff, but I'm just an ordinary yeah. like y'all. Yeah, and, yeah bro. Bro, uh-huh. you,
1: you are special, bro. Like, when I told yeah. him that he's a good speaker on, on, um, on Instagram Live and that he will be big, he does not understand, like, like, how much I mean that and how much I actually speak life into that. And I support that because I could see the passion um, when you speak, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and just like, okay, when you speak with passion, it makes people believe you and it makes people want to receive what you're saying. And the fact that you were yeah. able to get me, who is a motivational speaker, um, to be able to receive what you're saying, that hit me. That was like, oh, my gosh, I need to speak with more passion. I need to get up there, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bro. And so um, people are so um, down in these times. They feel like they're not doing anything in these times and because they feel like they're not doing anything or working on it, anything in these times, they feel idle, you know what I mean? And they feel depressed mm-hmm. and they feel down and they cannot connect with their friends, especially the extroverts. They cannot connect with their friends. And all around right now, just people are depressed because of, you know, being alone with their thoughts. Because yeah. in, if, if you really want to get real about it, people like never sat with their thoughts. They was always on the go. Whether they went out with their friends, they was in this um, big huh? environment, yeah, wherever yeah. it is, well, they still, um, you know, only. was out there and up and running but um the hey, thing that i want to say be sure to follow him on instagram at ordinaryc underscore also subscribe leave a review and rate the podcast see y'all next friday peace